welcome to Tea and Whiskey. I'm Bo. I'm Ethan. And this is episode 31. I was not expecting to start at that exact I'm moment. So, I, I know. I, I, heard the, I was typing up talking points on my phone and I heard the count in and I went, Ooh, Ooh man, this hot chocolate is awfully good. It's it's dropped below sixty degrees. Oh, thank God! That for, means it's hot chocolate weather. Yeah, it is. For and the first rainy. time Ooh. this year, it feels like. Well, not this this season, I suppose, because last winter it was chilly. But yeah, although I, it, this past winter and this past summer, it was not as bad as last year. Last year's. No, it, it wasn't. It, Which because, is nice. Well, fun fact. We, this what is about the, global warming is are you about to tell no, me? No, but this was the first year where we didn't have a record-breaking summer, where it wasn't the hottest summer ever. This was yeah. the first time that it hasn't. Oh, so it, However, this is in the top ten hottest summers we've ever had. Okay. I was going to say, in, in especially uh, the past two years, I'd say, for sure, this summer felt relatively livable and survivable. Yes, it was still hot. Yeah, oh no, it's still summertime. It's still summertime on the East Coast. I, but I didn't go outside and think, Jesus, it, I can't be outside. I, I, I went outside, well, I had that feeling, mm. but I would go outside and be like, all right, I can walk to my car without feeling like I could hurt myself. Nah, man, this is about, uh, below 70 degrees is about where I start to flower as a person and blossom. Ooh, that is good hot chocolate. I told you it's good hot chocolate. Um, You'd be surprised. You'd think, like, stuffing a Keurig wouldn't be that good. I, I mean, I'm... Yeah, especially a hot chocolate. I know. The I, teas, I'm not surprised if they turn out good. Because, I mean, a teacup, a tea, like a little thing mm-hmm. of tea, that's a lateral move away from a tea bag. Yeah. Really? Yeah, but the difference is, it's, uh, it would, it's not a steep, you're not steeping the tea. Yeah. It's a pour over. Yeah. So I think, I don't. It's a diff- different technique. Yeah, it's a different technique, but like most teas, you don't pour. Ooh. Well, there's it depends. It depends. Some tea you are supposed to do a pour over, mm-hmm. but a lot of teas you're supposed to steep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I wouldn't be surprised if they're not good. But the other drinks that come out are always super good. Like we have, we have uh, what is it? Uh, apple cider, mm-hmm. and so you pop it in, and it's warm apple cider. It's delicious. But that's because it's like yeah. mostly just like. Sugar and whatnot. It's <laughs> delicious. The, it's, it's the stuff um, just dehydrated, but uh, it is. You know really the one good. comedian that we've seen, the the James A. Caster, the one that starts the bit on his knees? Yes. I watched the rest of his stuff. Is it really funny? It's really funny. He does this a similar thing where he keeps the one bit running throughout the whole show. And he talked about... Uh, I'll, I'll relate it to the T first. Mm. Um, he and his roommate were hanging out the day of the Brexit vote. Where they decided whether or not England leaves the EU. Yes, yes. Uh, just for anyone who, oh, yeah. who forgot. It, it kind of was in, massive in case, and then went away really hard. In case 300 years from now, someone's listening to this podcast, <laughs> England voted to, uh, by popular vote, they decided to put it up whether or not to stay in or leave the EU. And they decided to leave. They decided to leave. Anyway, it was the day of the vote, and they were, before they went out to vote, uh, his friend was like, oh, do you want me to make us some peppermint tea? And he was like, yeah, love peppermint tea, of course. Mm. And he's in the kitchen, he calls out, now, do you want me to leave the tea bag in or take it out? And he went, not today. Do not ask me that question Today. <laughs> well, sure, if I leave the tea bag in, then the tea as a whole will become stronger, but then the tea bag itself will be weaker. But if I take it out, then the tea remains the same and the tea bag is strong. But what does it mean? Mm. <laughs> and I thought that that was 
That is funny. <laughs> Stupid and funny. Um, I have been... I don't know how I stumbled upon it, but I've been watching episodes of an English comedy show called Would I Lie to You? Okay. And basically they have a panel of... Uh, of oh, it's normally three comedians. Similar to the Big Fat Quiz Show of the Year. With the three comedians. Well, it's well. That's that's two three groups of two comedians. Well, that is, is a funny it? show. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I've watched everyone since two thousand. I've watched eighteen hour long episodes. Well, oh, no, they're actually normally to be like fair, two hours. Not, long. He has not been tuning in the past eighteen years. No, 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 no. He binged it one sad day, and it was really funny. I well, it it turned wasn't, into one happy day. It was a sad day. It's they're, they're just really funny. But the format is you have two teams of three. And they pull out cards okay. that the writers have written up, and they're either lies or true stories from their life, and you have to convince the other team. Oh, it's like in Fundamentals of Acting, the two truths and a lie. Exactly. But so you tell a whole story, and then they go, do you think it's a truth or a lie? And if they guess correctly, then they get a point. If not, you get a point. Yeah. But uh, I, one of that guy was on it. James Acaster. James Acaster was on He's it. He's wild. Well, his story... Was he went when <laughs> he was is, a, when his, he was a teen? The thing is, all of his stand-up audience is him telling lies. Well, yeah, but his story was one time when he was younger, he traveled to some place, and he lost his. He didn't have enough money to buy a ticket, so he spent the night in a bush. <laughs> and they were like, "What do you mean?" And so it turns out that he went. To go film a movie, like a like a short film, but by the time he got there, he missed the bus, and he didn't have any place to stay because he didn't have money. Yeah. So he slept on a bush. He slept in a bush, but it was really cold out, and he only had like a t-shirt and jeans on. So he also put on a dress that he had for the filming. So he was wearing a dress. And he put the over. bag that the dress was in over his head because it was so cold. And then he just looks like a weird male hooker death. Yeah, but then, uh, then people came up. They like like uh, like street hoodlums came up, <laughs> and they were like. And apparently, they were talking about how they were looking for someone to beat up, and he was in the bush in a dress with a bag on his head. Perfect chance. And he said it was the most scared he's ever been. And eventually he got back, but they were, they were, they, oh, it was very funny. Because it's all about them trying to, like, suss out details on the story. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, I remember, great. do you remember your two truths and a lie? I don't remember. Uh, one was... No, it wasn't two truths and a lie. It was just one truth one and truth, one lie. One truth, one lie. I my, remember... My truths and lies were when my mom threw Zoe out of the, the house, and when my parents won the jackpot on the bingo. Nope. What was... Nope. Well, your your truth was your mom made some sort of food, and she was like, Bo, you can't eat this. And Rosie came down and had gotten into it somehow. Oh, no, no, no. That was Zoe, and she threw oh, okay. Zoe, Zoe out of the house. Okay. that I remember that being the truth. What was the because lie? Because I thought it was a lie. I was like, there's no way that happened. It did. Rose, Zoe And ate. then I found out that it was true, and I went... Now I know everything I need to know about being Bo's friend. <laughs> Zoe... Because given... If we had known each other more than... That was, what, the third day of class? So I'd known you perhaps a week. Oh, it was it was like a... Yeah, oh, it, third day of class. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I had known Bo about a week. And then I learned all I needed to know. <laughs> what was the lie? 
Uh, it might have been that. It might have been the parents winning the thing. Yeah, because no, that was true. No, oh. it was the. I, it was. Did you just tell two truths? I don't know. I, well, I mean, I, Did, I was I that took, the ultimate lie? Was you told no, two truths? I took two true stories and I fabricated some of the details. You were of like, one. "That's the best way to." That's do the it. best way to do a lie. And I don't remember which. I think the truth was when my mom, because the the uh, the crazy part was my mom picked up our hundred pound dog by the scruff of its neck and threw it out of the house, and it and Zoe launched like a rocket because. My like mom can DJ Jazzy Jeff so, on Fresh Prince of L.A. So for the, <laughs> the context of the story, my mom had been baking all day. She baked like four banana breads for this like, I don't remember. I think we were having like at the, the shop, they were having like a potluck. And everyone was supposed to bring little yummy foods. And it was like a little nice thing. And so mom made a bunch of little, uh, uh, she made some banana breads. As a mother might be wont yeah. to do. Yeah, and she was like, Bo, don't eat these. How but old were you? I couldn't have been more than maybe seven. Old enough to know that you see a food you want it. I know, I, yeah, no. I have a deep passion for banana nut bread. Uh, it's one of my several thousand weaknesses, but... <laughs> Can I tell the audience about my favorite food weakness of yours real quick? What is that? It's the one you, you carry the most shame and fear of. The shake and bake pork chops? The shake and bake pork chops. Oh, chop. they're so good. Bo they is a vegetarian so audience. And his biggest fear is that someone will make shake and bake pork chops. And I'm going to laugh. And he won't be able to resist. And, I'll, and do you know what? Tanner and I tested him. Well, I, yeah, I don't know how to tell you this, but you guys need to work. You need to up your shake and bake pork chop game. <laughs> oh, he needs to. I didn't have any part of it. Oh, okay. I well, was the one who suggested. I it. love you, Tanner, but you're obviously not not. It's it's, it's you're not, not your Mama forte. Sayer level no. of shake and bake pork chop. Oh my chopping. god! Because well, well, audience, everyone knows <laughs> that a pork chop. The danger of the pork chop is it dries out, and then you have dry, gross meat, and no one wants to eat it. But the beauty of the shake and bake pork chop is the fact that the breading, what you do is you take the pork chop, you, you put it in a bag, and it has all this like already pre-made crumble. You take the bag and you shake it all up, and then you put it on a tray and you bake it. Thus, the shake, shake and, and bake, bake pork chop. Much like Ricky Bobby. What? Ricky Bobby. What about it? Talladega Nights. I've never seen it. Ah. I've heard it's funny. He and his friend have a motto, and it's shake and bake. <laughs> I don't know. It's their thing. All right. They fist. They do a fist pound and go shake and bake. Oh, okay. That's yeah. weird. It's cute. I'll buy it. Yeah. But as a result, <laughs> nice of, detour. Uh, uh, as a result <laughs> of the, the 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 baking, you have a deliciously moist pork chop mm-hmm. in the middle, and then on the outside you have this lovely crisp edge to it where you can mm. you physically hear the crunch when you bite into it but then you just have and the perfect part is if you have like a lining or the, the outline of a fat oh it starts to bubble oh, i love fat i know i know but it i think becomes, that's what i miss the most about meat is eating fat off of other people's food it becomes incredibly good but the secret is that's not when the pork ch- the shake and bake pork chop <laughs> is at its best it's 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 when it's at its most Visually appealing, perhaps, but the best is when sh- shake and bake pork chop is eaten a cup, maybe maybe a day or two later, and at that point, it, this is now going to go into the realm of gross a little bit. But like 
the shake and bake, the the breading, the congealing the, of the fat with the bread. No, no, no. It, it's uh, well, I guess so. But like the breading then like becomes like like a slime on the mm-hmm. outside, and it's delicious. Honestly, slime is a wonderful taste texture for me. Yeah, yeah. But like when it comes to meat, like just like pulling off skin on like. A, like some chicken, that's delicious. That's not slimy. Oh, I, I see. Yeah, the, no, I like the meat that. pull. Mm-hmm. Well, you know how people have the cheese pull on like a mozzarella stick. Yeah, I'm it's all about be good. that meat pull. But <laughs> it, it's, it's the, the same of kind of satisfaction. All about that meat pull. All about that meat pull. The true satisfaction comes. It, it's it's not like let me sit down and enjoy this meal. It's like when you come home drunk. And you're stumbling around just looking for something to eat. Mm. You eat something and it's just the best thing in the world. It's that kind of satisfaction. But you're not drunk. Yeah. It's just so carnally delicious. Oh, yeah. But it's also better if you do it after the sun has set. Yeah. One of the best um, hungover meals I've ever had was uh, at the Duck. And it was beef stew. Ooh. And I I hadn't eaten all... uh, It was like 1 o'clock. I hadn't eaten yet. I shumble over there, I'm feeling awful, and I look around, I'm like, I don't want anything, and then I look at this big, bo- like, bubbling pot of beef stew, and I went, oh, <laughs> and I got one of the big bowls, and I sat down alone and just ate a big bowl of beef stew, and it just, the way it just slid down my throat and hit my stomach, I was mm. like, you have absorbed. This is, this is You good. have absorbed all toxins in my body. Fun fact. The I'm pretty sure you already know this, but eggs Benedict originated as a, a hangover treatment ah, in the UK. I th- you've probably told me this av- when we have a nice eggs Benny together, yes, and it's deli- and you know what? When you eat an eggs Benedict, you immediately think, yeah, this would do the job because <laughs> it's got that it, delicious bread. It's got, but it's also so got it like soaks up some stuff. Yeah, but, but it's also, got that savory egg on top. You always need a little bit of grease. Grease yeah. always helps with a good I don't know hangover. what it is. I don't know the mechanics of it, but... I just take a shot of cooking oil. That'll help. I don't <laughs> think that would help. No. no, that's why I always chase every shot of uh, vodka with a shot of cooking oil. <laughs> with a shot of Papa John's garlic <laughs> sauce. Perfect. Oh. oh, I have had many of those. Yeah, you have, and every time, every time you do it, I'm like, okay, that's the last time, because you always do it, and you're like, the, the next day, you're always awful. like, the next day, you're always like, why did I do that? Well, it's because you know someone what? It's said, like drinking. It. It's like <laughs> drinking, where they're like, you're not gonna take that shot, and you're like, you bet I'm not, and you do it, and you next day, you're like, oh, why did I do that? That might be, you know how you react. Greek heroes have fatal flaws, like, like hubris, oh, hubris, and it's always their hamarsha is their them realizing it. Mm-hmm. Mine is. It's not a pride, but I want people to know that I will eat anything. It's, it's, you need to radiate the fact that you truly are fearless. <laughs> yes. It's not, it's not, it's not pride. It's absolute fearness in the way of the culinary world. Yeah. I will that's, eat that's, any, except banana. I will not eat banana. <laughs> and that's really, honestly, for the past, like, couple days, I don't know what it is, because I don't eat all day until it's later in the day, mm-hmm. and then I'm famished. And Fun I just, fact, that's the healthiest way to get, like, a cut body. Well, that's why it's working for me. Because <laughs> I um I get this YouTube ab some. Oh, I hate that guy. Where he's got the weird, like, beard Yeah, stash. and he's doing the whole thing shirtless in, like, his low-riding basketball shorts. And he's, like, shumbling, shumbling back and forth. If he's I like, gave you... <laughs> 
if I, like, if, if, I, if I gave you three months to get, the, and he's like, he gestures to his own body, the most self-obsessed thing I know, to where do. he's, he's like, to, to get, get as well, to get as shredded, cut, yeah. as cut as possible. Cut. And like, he says it a couple times, gesturing and like flexing, he's like, as cut, as cut as possible, like these people in the movies do. Like if you're playing mm. a superhero, if you're playing Ryan Reynolds, you're doing Chris Evans to get as You're cut playing as Ryan Reynolds. Uh, yeah, this is going to be a biopic on Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> is okay. He, is isn't he, he 45? It's like, yeah, we want to encompass his career. I was like, honestly, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. going from horrible comedies to doing some good work? Yeah. Well, honestly, he looks, he's one of those actors where he doesn't look like he's gotten significantly older. So he could honestly play a young, young man. What? Do you know how old Chadwick Boseman, the guy that played the Black Panther is? Uh, 50. Whoa, really? <laughs> that was, you just, I guess you knew I'm, it was. I was highballing because 42. Yeah, he looks 40. I disagree. He looks beautiful. I mean, there's a different, okay. No, beautifully young. Okay. He looks like he still has yes. the glimmer of youth in his skin. And you know what's interesting? He has made a career, up until Black Panther, his biggest roles were always doing biopics. He was yeah. Like James Brown, mm-hmm. he played Jackie Robinson, yeah. and he played Malcolm X. And those were like one or two years apart each. Mm-hmm. So someone saw him in the Jackie Robinson movie and was like, well, I guess he has to play every black person in a biopic from now on. Mm-hmm. He went to baseball player, musician, and then Supreme Court Justice. Look, if he can pull it off. Yeah. I mean, but anyway, back to this YouTube guy. What? He's talking about cut? being shredded, right. getting cut. He's, he's like, no, everyone's doing it wrong. So many people tell you eat little meals throughout the day. No, you don't eat anything. You eat all of your food late at night, like the cavemen would. I was like, ah. He's like, your body, your genetic code wants you to have all of your calories at the end of the day, and you'll get as ripped as possible. And well, what about oh, you? Work? Actually, I have never gotten past I've where it goes. Thing. Ripped, ripped. Well, I've what? I've the, can I, my favorite yeah. part. He says, "What are you gonna? What and what are you gonna work out? You're gonna try and work out as much as possible." That's wrong. You want to get the things that, that'll show you off. You want to get these nice round shoulders. I was like, the fuck. <sighs> I'm I'm not gay, but I can appreciate the male form. Never have I seen a well-muscled man in a movie and gone, look at those round shoulders. Well, no, I can't my, say that. No, because immediately, if you see someone, uh, see a well-muscled man, abs, pecs, biceps. Those are the three places your body is going to look. Oh no, I I I'd say shoulders, but it's I'd more like sh- width. Like, you want to go for the traps and then yeah, trap see how woods. wide their shoulders are. Yeah, but not, well, you don't get not width, how but rounded and muscled the ends of the shoulders well, are. Well, maybe maybe for, like, bodybuilders, that's the thing. Like, it's easy to get big pecs and, like, nice abs, but maybe the shoulders are really, like... I don't care. Maybe for, like, insider training. <laughs> like, for an actor, like, everyone's like, oh, big emotions is where it's at if you're not an actor. And then you're like, no, it's going to be the truth. And maybe for a bodybuilder, they're like, no, it's going to be the shoulders. That one's I a toughie. don't care. I'll be honest. <laughs> you can have these limp little, like, like your body's hanging on by a tendon. As long as you got that thick bicep, I'll go, you're God. Yeah. You are a God, my friend. <sighs> the fates. Uh, but the, the science behind that, the whole idea, the idea is that the human body is designed to go through peaks and valleys of caloric intake. And of emotions. Yes, and emotions. <laughs> but the idea is that by uh, having long periods of time where you're not eating, it mm. allows your body to switch from kind of like 
the, the constant, like, like if you have sugars in your bloodstream, then it uses those sugars. But uh, as soon as you don't have any sugars anymore, your body's like, okay, fat. switch to fat. That's why you have fat. It's yeah. not when you're like going through stints of starvation. It's for those couple of hours yeah. where you're not eating. And so... Bring up a fun fact about fat afterwards and why starving yourself doesn't work. And so the idea is that you have those quick stints and your body is like, okay, we'll use up a little bit of this fat. And so you don't eat all day, but you don't starve yourself. Mm -hmm. So it's just allowing your body to burn fat for a portion of the day as opposed to constantly using sugar because if you eat all throughout the day, you constantly yeah. have sugar. Whereas the meals uh, that you eat, if they are high in fat content, that's not good because then your body will hold on to that fat because you've been burning fat so much that it's like, oh, we need to be ready. We need to store as much fat as possible at this point mm -hmm. to make sure that when we have these little bouts of starvation, we can get rid of it. I was reading, um, so I, Bo, I don't know if you know this about me. I am a slut for uh, Facebook clickbait titles. I did not know this, but I'm glad um, to hear it. It's all of these like, uh, 15 crazy facts about Arbor Day that I'm like, well, shit, what are they? Or like, oh, so it's like your your fun fact books, yeah. Except now for modern life, yeah. And then it's and it's stuff like, you you'll never guess these crazy facts about these Russian conjoined twins, and it shows a picture of them, and one of the one of the facts is on the photo, and it's like one of them was a sociopath, and the other one just wanted to get away. I'm like, oh Jesus, let's find out more about these people. Mm -hmm. Um, and I recently read one about uh, what happens when the queen dies, because they have everything planned out. Yeah, they do. Um, the official Buckingham Palace website will go dark, and it will just have a message that says the queen has died. Jesus. I'm going to be devastated when every, the queen dies. Every news reporter for TV and radio in England knows what to do. They have the message to read. They ha they've practiced it, and they all have to wear black while doing it. Probably not the radio heads, but... um, I'd say they probably do, too. Oh, yeah. It's the queen. <laughs> it's the goddamn it's queen. It's not official. Do you, know how, do you know how it's official? Because they what? let all of the places where she is head of state know mm -hmm. before it's official, mm -hmm. public notice. Do you know how they do it? It's a written note that they post on the palace gates. Oh, yes, yes. That like, is, like the birth of the baby. That's hilarious. That, well, that, that's because clearly at some point in time, that was how it was told. Like five, six hundred years ago, Official news had to be told by pinning a little thing on the on the thing, and then like the town crier or, or people who write newspapers would see that, and then they would spread the news. But nowadays, in the world in the world where Buckingham Palace can tweet out or or uh, someone on MSNBC can say it, it just feels silly that it's not official until they scotch tape this. I like it. This like standard sheet of paper. See, I like annoying old traditions. Yeah. Those make me happy. Okay, what were we just talking about? Well, no, 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 I have, I have more thing. to say. I'm a slut, and I was about... For clickbait. To... Yes, what, what were we just talking about before that? Uh, health. We were talking about fitness. Oh, we yes, about... I got it, no, no, I got it. No, but I, I have, I have no, a sub-story sub of that. Okay, I have keep it, it up there. Here. So, <laughs> I, was, it down. I was watching... Uh, uh, they have a fun new documentary... On Netflix, that's mm -hmm. kind of like a cross between a, do a proper documentary and mm -hmm. a historical drama. Kind of like Ooh. if Game of Thrones met... Like a Wolf Hall type deal. 
Yes, but they actually have like narration explaining it. Ooh, it's oh, not kind of like a crime reenactment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly like that. That's neato. It's actually. It's, I just said neato. The idea of it is better than the execution. I'd say mm-hmm. the execution, the acting isn't great, and everyone's a little too pretty, which is classic. Yeah. I think when everyone's too pretty is my classic diagnostic of it's not the best show. <laughs> because like you can have a good show when everyone's really pretty. Oh, Riverdale. It, yeah. I don't like Riverdale. But they're gorgeous. I, I know, that's the thing. And none when, of them look like teenagers. I, that's, I have problems with that. But they're supposed to be 15. I know. Have you seen the guy that plays Archie? Yes, I've, and he has the, sex in the first movie episode. That, well, I, I mean, some people have sex that young, though. Well, Johnny Depp had sex at 12. <sighs> Aretha Franklin had a baby at 12. She did. Seely from The Color Purple did. I know. Well, I was saying, when I found out about it, I was like, that's color. And, oh, it was just sad stuff yeah. altogether. And I was like, that's a, that's color purple sad. Yeah. But, anyway, which you're... is my, my gauge of, like, how <laughs> sad things are. Like, color purple is, is that's, just. That's, like, Greek tragedy level, like, what a sad world yeah. life. And then there's, like, falsettos, which is, like, everyday, like. A standard person goes through that uh-huh. hardship. I think, like, there's, like, scales of sadness where I think, like, the ultimate sadness is, like, Sophie's Choice sadness. Oh, yeah. That's the ultimate sad... What? I think it might be Sophie's Choice. The saddest thing you can experience? The saddest thing in the world. Maybe, like, Greek tragedy kind of sadness. Or, maybe you know what? It might be, like, King Lear when he comes out holding his dead child mm. and... Oh... Oh, I'm going to start crying. But but I'm not... <laughs> I'm not going to cry, damn it. What are we talking about? But yeah, scales of sadness. And that's sad stuff. But I was watching the Netflix documentary, <laughs> and I found out, because this is talking about the queen, if she died, Yeah. the whole... Re- it was about... It started with Marcus Aurelius, and his son comes after that. I don't remember what his son's name is, but it was a big to-do about Marcus Aurelius's son taking over as emperor. Because that had never been done before. Mm-hmm. Emperors of Rome always chose their successors. Yeah. Which is... He had never named a successor, so it immediately passed to his son. No, it, he named his son as oh, his successor, okay. oh. even though his son wasn't wasn't really apt an to adult? be emperor. No, no, no. His oh, son was oh, an he's adult. Just an idiot? He was just not a great... He was a fine person, just not a good leader. He was a little bit like a party boy. Oh, but... Okay. Before, all of the emperors had only had daughters, so they had to name their successors, but all of their successors, yeah, yeah, Rome, and all of their successors were really good, but the son kind of sucked, but it was the first son, and like Marcus Aurelius couldn't be like, nah, I'm not going to pick you to be the emperor of Rome. Which would just stank. But it also stank because normally you would pick your new successor and then the daughter would be the empress. And so his daughter, Marcus Aurelius' daughter was really bummed about that. It was a whole, it's it's actually, it's very interesting. The execution, it wasn't great. But it was about that and how interesting, how it seems like none of the successors for Queen is crazy. Obviously Mm. they're not going to be like, now we're going to take over the world because... They don't have any power like that, but it's always good when your figureheads aren't crazy. Yeah, that is always good. Mm-hmm. So, back to me being a little slut for these clickbaits. Click, click. <clears throat> so, we were talking about starvation. Yes. I was reading a thing about sleep deprivation and it causing, and how it can cause death. It can cause go- death? It's, <clears throat> this is crazy stuff. Yeah. You do not want to be sleep Two times in two back-to-back years, two separate Chinese men died... After trying to stay up to watch all of a soccer tournament. Really? Yeah. 
in the FIFA 2011. A guy and, tried to stay up for 11 days straight to and, watch the entire thing. And FIFA 2012? No. The Euro Cup 2012. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Back to back years. And I was telling someone that and they were like, wow. And the second guy didn't even hear about, like, no better after hearing about the first guy. I was like, it's China. He probably did not hear about the first guy. Probably. I mean, besides, like, that wouldn't get... I don't know how much news traction that would get. Some guy stayed up all night and then died? Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's when um, that woman almost died or may have died from holding in her pee in America. That made news. I didn't news. hear about that. It was when the Nintendo Wii was uh, first coming out. Oh, and it, she like, oh, she stayed in line for the Wii. No. No. It was a radio contest, hold your Wii for a Wii. And the person who could hold their urine in the longest won a Wii. How do you verify that? I don't know. I, I held my urine for three months. I started before the contest. Give me your weed, <laughs> I was please. doing it for fun. <laughs> That's dumb. It That's is. Dumb. Well, I... I mean, it's just like the keep your hand on this truck and win it thing. I, th- that's a dumb contest. Yeah, that is There's dumb. an entire musical about that. Is there? Hands yeah. on a hard body. Oh, yes. You've told me about this before. I'm glad I've never seen it because it yeah. would probably make me upset. It sounds stupid because it's all going to be... I, can, I know nothing about it. Except for that, and I know that it's gonna be. It starts with like probably starts with around ten people, maybe a little less, and they all sing about how much they need it. And then someone gets a call. And it's like your brother has cancer, and they run away. And then the, I bet the, it's a comedy. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna have, com- but it's all about like, oh, I gotta do this because my my woman left me, and she took the kid, and I don't have a car, so how else am I gonna see my child? Kind of stuff. You think so? Yeah, it's gonna be bullshit like that. I think there's, I think it's gonna be like Spelling Bee, where no one actually, where it's all where just someone funny. wins, but then they're like you because they have a more. magic foot. <laughs> <laughs> they try and move, but their foot's Magic like foot. their foot's busy spelling out Hassenpfeffer. <laughs> they can't move. Um. Oh, what was I gonna say? What was I gonna say? No, no, I forgot what I was gonna say. Um. What were we talking about before? Hands on a hard body. Well, first of all, hands on a hard body sounds like a euphemism. That's why they it did. It sounds like a porn title. Um. Hold your wee for a wee. Hold your wee for a wee. Oh, the sleep thing. Yes. I, when I was younger, I did a science fair project on sleep deprivation. That was actually, it was fun. It was all about like. I I made my mother stay up for a month. No, 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 no. But it was all about (laughs) the effects of like sleep deprivation on different aspects of Mm -hmm. people's ability to function. And so it was, yeah, it was on like cognitive and Um, eye hand coordination. But, but, but that's not it. Okay. I did a little research on sleep deprivation as a result, and I, I read a couple books on it. Not, like, books. I read some essays. Yeah, but read it was... Some, read some literature. The guy, the guy I read it by, he was doing studies on prisoners who had this... They, like, they... Because it was old. It was a long time ago. So well, you, you could did, do that. You did sign some projects on prisoners because they didn't couldn't say no, which is terrible. Speaking of which, we should play Prison Architect. Oh, um, we should. That... I like how you brought that up. I usually mention we should play that one. But, um... (sighs) Oh, right. So, (laughs) at different stages, different things start to happen. 
you don't start to hallucinate until day five. Really? Yeah, everyone thinks you might you might get it can start paranoia after about begins to set in. Around no, no, twenty four hours. You don't hallucinate. It's just paranoia doing that. So it's one of those like that shadow moved. Yeah, it's not. But your things, your the, so like the, if you stayed up driving, if a trucker stayed up while driving all night, they might think they see things because they're paranoid that there might be that they might. Yes, hit something. you won't. You're not actually. Your mind isn't creating images, but you're a little. You're you're jittery and jumpy. So a shadow will be like that's yeah. a deer coming out. Uh huh. Um, that reminds me about um, people uh, when you do drugs like acid. How it can store in the marrow of your bones, which is so crazy. you can crack your knuckles and then go, oh no! <laughs> because I, my psych teacher told a story about a guy who was driving and he like cracked his neck and then started to see massive spiders all over the road, and he hadn't done acid in like over a year. I just love the fact that there, I don't, it, it might be acid. I don't remember who it is. But who I don't remember what it is, but there's <laughs> like like acid. It could a, be my buddy Harold. It's I'm a, not sure. It's a it's a it's a drug you do, and as it it slightly changes the the like you do it and that's fine. Yeah. But doing it once slightly changes the chemistry of your brain or whatever it is. But as a result, d- like depending on what input your brain is getting, it can trigger the result to happen again. Yes, at any. At any, at just like randomly, yeah. and I don't remember. Oh, I don't remember where the story was, but it was. It, someone was. I was reading about it, and uh, the on like a forum, yeah. and the person was telling the story of how they were in the grocery store, and they were there, and they picked up a can of soup, and then they started like hallucinating about the soup. And they're like, "What is going on?" Because it's one thing to start hallucinating. After you've done the drug, it's a whole nother thing to do it when you're not expecting it. Oh, yeah. The, at that point, you're like, I'm in the Matrix and it's shutting down. <laughs> oh, I've got to unplug. Exactly. If you are if you take acid or something, you're like, oh, boy, let's see what I'm going to see. And then the TV, like, grows legs and you're like, whoa, I'm tripping. But if you're just, like, walking your dog and all of a sudden you look away and look back and your dog looks like a mini rhino, you're like, what? Ah, you just, Rosie, no! You would just scream. Rosie already looks like because a that's a reality to you. Yeah. Because when you're tripping, you're like, "Whoa, this is weird." Mm-hmm. But if you're not expecting it, you're like, "My reality is shutting down." Yeah. Um, back to the, your you're talking about your science experiment sleep. Oh, stuff. right. So I because I have another point mm-hmm, to go mm-hmm. off of that. So at about day five, hallucinations begin. Seven. Serious hallucinations begin, and at 11, 11 days is as long as you can stay up. Yes, that, that is when they die. Your body shuts down. Um, because it, uh, you also start to take micro naps mm-hmm. where you fall asleep for 30 seconds, but it's not like you go, <laughs> it's where your brain is just like, you're done, and you stop processing information, mm-hmm. and then you just snap back, and you're like, I've had that happen in class, but it is like the, uh, where I'm. <laughs> Where I'm in class, and then I wake up, and I'm like, I was asleep? Yeah, that's always upsetting. That's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Because you're like, when did this occur? I guess How that's what narcolepsy must be like. You yeah. blink, and you're like on the floor. You're like, what am I? Yeah. Um, Who do we know that's narcoleptic? No one. Don't we know someone? We know people with synesthesia. That's not what I wanted. No. Uh, it's a weird brain thing. It is. Um, no, 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 no. Narcolepsy. Uh, I... I don't know the validity of this, but the thing I was reading about sleep deprivation, it says that you have trouble 
processing and expressing positive emotions. Yeah, no. But that, I, I wasn't sure mm-hmm, because it started mm-hmm. to repeat itself a lot. You gotta get sleep. Yeah. Um, sleep makes you happy, audience. Did you ever read the Diary of a Wimpy Kid books? I read one. In I one think. of them, the older brother uh, does a science experiment. Rocco. Nope, I don't know his name. Mordred. No, what? Malfamar. Mordu. Mordu. <laughs> uh, do you remember where that came from? I don't. You just wrote it on my hand one day. I know. I don't know why. It, see, it, 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 when I you say that. M-O-R-D-O-R. And I went, Mordu? No, sorry, you went M-O-R-D-U-E. And I went, Mordu. And you went, Mordu. <laughs> I know. I don't... But I don't know why I, I did it. I think you just started writing absentmindedly, and that's what you wrote. But why would I have absent... It sounds like I was channeling a demon or something. <laughs> I think more do like I is go more do, and you go, more do. More do, I think, is the, the elder god I serve that I just don't know about. <laughs> like, that was the contract. I'd stumbled across my first ever D&D papers. Oh! When I played in high school. Oh! Do you know what deity uh, my character worshipped? Oh, what was it? The Lord of the Dance. Oh, yes, yes, you told me about that. <laughs> Lord of the Dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then another one was Joseph Smith. <laughs> Joseph Smith. The leader of the Mormon Church. Oh, Lord. Um, but Diary of the Wimpy Kid. Ah, yes. Uh, you know how um, when you when people go into space uh, for an extended period of time, they come back and they will be taller because gravity is um, allows their spine to just stretch out the lack of gravity. I mean, they will be taller, but not for a prolonged amount. Just oh, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the older brother heard about this, and he was like, like, so minimal effect, uh, gravity, when gravity has a minimal effect on you, uh, your spine can lengthen out. Um, so he decided that he would do this for a science experiment by laying on his couch and not moving. Because gravity would be it wouldn't be pulling his spine down. It would be pulling the whole thing down. So, in I his, think... in the mind of this character, if he literally lays on his couch for a month straight, maybe he'll be an eighth of an inch taller. I think theor- I think it honestly would help more if you hung upside down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what this character did. I don't think he's written to be terribly intelligent, is he? No. 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 I believe he, he's in a band, and the name is Toilet-themed. I think it actually might be something Toilet. But spelled like Motley Crue, where it has the unnecessary umlaut, when they don't know what an umlaut means, because it should be Motley Crue. Crue. Oh, by the by, yeah. you know the font I used for Pig Lord? Yeah? Seriously cool umlauts. Because yeah? that's, yeah, that's, that's... Oh, we should, you should have used it on the O. I tried Piglered. to... I didn't know how to adjust... I didn't, I don't know how to use, like, umlauts and, like, special f- keys. Keys on your, yeah. I don't know. Like, I know some people, like, if you're in Germany, you must know how to do it because you got all those you funky gotta. things. But, like, I don't know how to I do that. I never knew what those meant until I had to sing a song in German. And then it's all, apparently it's forming the vowels differently with your lips and then mm-hmm. how you form it inside your mouth, mm-hmm. which is weird. Yeah. It takes a big mental adjustment to go, no, make an O with your lips, but then say an E vowel. And you're like, err, which is so odd. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite story of funky vowel, funky letters with their little uh, things is the NBA. Yeah? Yeah. It's a high, it's, 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 a, it used to be all, well, because... Of course, with all things English, it started with P. 
priests. Yes. And priests, I think we might have talked about this. On the podcast? Uh, maybe? Well, anyway. I guess we'll find out. Well, anywho. Um, no, I might have been on another podcast I've listened to. Oh. So we know it's good podcast yeah, it's material. it's good podcast stuff. So basically what happened is uh, priests, uh, back in ye old days, when they had to write stuff down, they had to write a lot of words. So they Because it was all like translating the Bible and yeah, stuff it like was, that. Yeah, it was right. And like and a lot of times, uh, priests were the only ones who could write, so they'd have to write everything for everyone. Yeah. But as people, a result... People would be like, Well, talk to my cousin David. And they're like, okay. And they're like, you got to write him a letter. And they're like, do I? And they're like, please. And they're like, I'm a priest. I'll pillage you. What? <laughs> um, Won't get pillaged, mate. Oi, prof. Isn't it? Um, but, uh, right, right, right. So the priests would make. That was what they were they, commanded to do. They would right, make, right, right. They would, right, right, right. They would shorten down words by using little tricks. And that's that's the same concept behind like the ye old tavern because the little printing presses and whatnot you wouldn't want. It was harder and took more time and money to put in a th. So, why so not you use would a y so and use, add an extra e on well, old. Well, the old was just spelled that way. That's how you spelled old. Yeah. But the the y, <laughs> but the v ths were replaced by y's just to like make life easier. But now people think it's ye. It's still the old tavern. Yeah. It's that's how you do it. But anywho, so for double for double letters, they would put a little tilde over top. And as a result, you'd have tilde words. But that became out of fashion really quickly. But the enye in uh, Spanish stuck around because people there was a very famous Spanish poem, like Spain Spanish. Yeah. Written and it had Catalan, huh? Catalan is that it? It's probably from Catalan, Spain. Uh, like oh, oh, I don't know, but um, it had. A, I don't know why it be the main character's name has a enye in it. Oh, Daniel Cojote. <laughs> Daniel Cojote. No, Danye. but um, as a result, there's a lot of public pride in that name, and so as words would fade away with the tilde vowel and ve- and mm-hmm. uh, uh, syllables. They would always remember to use the N with the tilde because it was in their national identity. So it wasn't so much that everyone removed the other ones. They kind of faded away, but not the Mm -hmm. Enye. The Enye remains. So now you get that fun stuff. Yes. But you pronounce the Enye the same way you would any other double double Mm -hmm. vowel or double, uh, what's it, what's it, consonant? Consonant. Um, Also, something I just realized when I looked at my phone Happy birthday? Oh, yes. It is my birthday. Thank you. <laughs> I'm an awful friend. No, that's We've okay. been talking for 40 minutes, and I looked at my phone and went, oh, yeah, it's the ninth. And I went... <laughs> I, was, I was like, what is he looking at? Was he really that upset by the story about the No, I was really concerned that it was my best friend's birthday. Oh, wow. And I just fucking... Because what I, knew, I didn't connect the dots on the number day that I was coming over. I just mm, was like, mm. oh, coming over on Sunday to do stuff. Yes. So yes, I was never yes. I was never like, oh yeah, uh, it's the 7th, I'm going on the 9th. Well, that's why I said you were more than welcome to stay for a sushi dinner. It wasn't like, oh, the Sayers are eating fancy sushi again. <laughs> it was, I'm celebrating my birthday. <laughs> 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 oh, we're going to go out for steak tonight. You want to come? <laughs> Interesting choice to take the birthday I was with. thinking. Yeah. I was thinking of fancy food. We're going to go have some... Uh, uh, some entree. No, what's it? 
caviar. I oh. kept trying to say, I kept thinking cadaver. Even <laughs> <laughs> <So laughs> we're going to go eat some dead bodies in the morgue. How do you feel about that? You, um, you're interested? <laughs> so, as we know, I've been playing Fallout 4. Yes. I forgot that at a certain point, one of the perks you can get is you can eat, eat dead, dead bodies. bodies. No, really? It is. Oh. Um, it's one of the endurance ones. Mm. So it just allows you to... Because normally, like, drinking water and stuff, you get radiation. But you've become such a wasteland dweller that you're comfortable eating dead bodies. And I was looking up how to make certain characters like you, because I was trying to make as many people fall in love with me as possible. Oh, fun. You know. Yeah, like you, as you do. Like you do. Um, See, okay, do you go for, like, really heavy... In games like that, do you go for, like, really heavy role-playing? Or do you, like, set up obtuse object Or, uh, like, like Obstacles uh, on yourself? Yeah. Yes, I did that this time around. Oh, what'd you do? Where, um, I made it the guy very dedicated to getting his, to his son, so he did not get distracted with, like, a lot of side uh, quests. Okay. So it was, and he was short with people, mm. which I don't usually do, because you don't get as many opportunities right, when, right, you, right. when you have short responses. But it was fun, wasn't it? It was. Also, I realized every sarc, because I told you that you can pick one answer that just it's says sarcastic. always sarcastic, yes. They all sound like my father to me. Really? Uh, whenever he gives the sarcastic answer. Oh, there's the turtle. Oh, oh, the turtle, the turtle the other day, because whenever I come down, it's me specifically. I don't know why. Everyone else does it and they don't do it. But it got really scared, so it like slid down <laughs> the the tennis racket that we've bent to be its little uh, way on top. <laughs> but it was shedding, so it jumped off and it like tore off a, a like scale on the bottom of its shell. And when that first happened, I was like, oh, that's gotta hurt so much. But I was like, no, 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 no. First of all, they don't have nerve endings in their. Sh oh. I don't know if those turtles do. Let's poke, sea turtles, let's poke them and figure it out. Sea turtles do have nerve endings in their shell, fun fact. Ooh, yeah, they do. That's sad. Mm -hmm. um, fun fact about turtles. Yes. Did I tell you this already? Turtles evolved their shells, most likely. It was assumed originally that uh, turtles evolved their shells as a form of protection. by They, mm. they naturally they, uh, they, they, uh, evolved a tough under carapace, mm -hmm. and that would help to deter predators, and then they evolved wider ribs to, to help the, to keep the bitings out. Yeah. But they didn't. They evolved wide ribs, or it's now believed, because they reclassified them and found out how they actually evolved. They evolved wide ribs to anchor themselves for digging. They started as digging in uh, as digging reptiles. You almost said implements. I, I said in, almost said insects because oh. I was watching a documentary about um. those last night. But I'm almost <laughs> done with my turtle fact. As a result of having the really wide body, mm -hmm. they were really bad at walking. They so are. they then evolved shells, which made them even worse at walking. So then they took to the water. Sea turtles. Turtle conjecture. What? That's what I have to. Oh, offer. conject. Okay, okay. I thought that was the title of that was the title of this next little section you were going to talk about. We are over. No, we are it's over fine. Time. I just have this. Tell one your thing. conjecture. Okay. Tell your conjecture. How freaked out would be the first person who who saw a turtle? They were like, "Oh, that's a that's a cool colored." Oh my fuck! It's moving. It's a rock with legs. And you know what that person did? What took acid three months before that? Whoa! Oh, they 
right. Follow us on Twitter <laughs> at Tea and Whiskey and Instagram and our YouTube and email us at teawhiskey at gmail.com. You, if you and want. Happy birthday, Bo. Oh, thank you. And, and uh, happy birthday to you yeah, in two days. Two days. Because that's, that's, that's how you know that we're the worst. Our birthdays are two days apart. And my friend Jack, who um, uh, I've known my whole life, his birthday is ten days after mine. Wow. Yeah. You're only friends with people who are born in, like, little clusters. <laughs> um, my friend Will, born a month after me. Wow. Okay. Uh, email us at teawhiskey at gmail.com. Honestly, if you want to be over-inundated with tea and whiskey in your life, you can do it. Oh, it, we, the will, tools we will are email there. back and forth if you really want. That's not... Well, I mean, Michelle always emails us, but we never... Oh, we always, yeah. We, de- we just text her back, like, I got your silly email, Michelle. Shut up. <laughs> um... All right, so... All uh, right. Good night. Uh, we love good you. Good night. <laughs> we love you. All right. Uh, this has been Teen Whiskey, and, and we'll, we'll see you here next, next time. time. See you next time. I always see you.